Hello, everybody. This is Steffi and Chelsea, and welcome back to the Celebrating Success podcast. And I'm so excited because last week was Valentine's Day and Family Day. And Chelsea, you, for one, you were able to go ahead, but you were able to finally be able to have celebrate with your partner. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's, it's weird because I grew up loving Valentine's Day. You know, my mom, every Valentine's Day would put a little note and some extra candy in my lunch. So (laughs) when I opened it, like there was like a little surprise. So for me, it was always those little things that made Valentine's Day special. Now my partner, he is from France. (laughs) They don't celebrate that there. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand the idea for him. It's just like, but why do I need to have one day to show you love? Like, why can't I do it every day? I get it. For me, it's just like, I understand that, but it's just like a little bonus just to remind people, don't forget throughout your busy lives to remember to show your partner appreciation. And that's what I kept telling him is that life is so busy. Like we're all busy, you know, we're working, we're taking care of kids. We have family things going on. We have extracurriculars and a lot of relationships do struggle. And I feel like Valentine's day, it is one of those days that if you don't have that opportunity to show your partner appreciation, it's just a great reminder to be like, you know what, pause for a moment and show those around you that you love them. But regardless, (laughs) um, he he's a chef. So on Valentine's Day, he's working every single Valentine's Day because it's the busiest day for any restaurant. We've been together eight years. We've never celebrated, which is fine. Like I, because I, I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day anymore, but at the same time, we had our first one and it was interesting because, you know, it was still like the small things that were added. But at the same time, I just reminded myself of because we're not working, you know, a stressful Monday to Friday, nine to five in general, we do show each other more appreciation because we're not as stressed and we're not as overwhelmed and we're not as distracted by all these million other things going on in our lives. But so it was kind of like, a regular Sunday for us. You know, we usually order food on Sunday from a restaurant. We usually watch a movie and have it like a hangout night. So it was like a regular day, but at the same time, it just reminded me of the fact that because I have that freedom, because we've started our own business, I was able to do that. I was able to remember that I don't have these stresses. And yes, it just felt like another day, but it was a reminder to me to be like, I didn't need the special day because we do show each other more every day. And it just reminded me of the fact of how different our relationship is from when we work, we were working that Monday to Friday, nine to five to us having our own business and not having those additional stressors. I was actually thinking about that and I messaged someone about it actually too because they were asking me about like what we did for Valentine's Day and it made me think of the exact same thing to be like you know it's nothing like we do have date nights still every at least like well we do like hang out every night but like you know we have like specific designated date nights every month even during COVID just you know after my daughter goes to bed you know and we just kind of do it you know COVID kind of style and we so I feel like it was the same like you know things that we do every month but the difference I feel like was I did notice I was appreciating the fact 
that I was, I was able to spend because we started our own business. We like, we're able to have more of that work-life balance. And I feel like that is incredible to be able to have that. And I feel like start, that's a huge bonus of starting your, your own business is having that. And another thing too, that we were celebrating is that we had like my first time ever being published in the Motivate magazine. Yeah, that was huge. That was the one, that's the one dream I wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a published author since I've been like, I've always loved writing. And this was the first time I decided to write an article about my husband to make it like a little bit, just appreciate him a little bit more. And I wrote it for him. So then on Valentine's day, like he was able to see it and it was a published. So it was published in motivate magazine. So I feel like it was huge. Like, I feel like that's so exciting. Cause I'm like, this yeah. is the first time that we're, I will take that link in the notes. So if anybody wants to read it, you should. Your love story, it is a beautiful story. So I will definitely take that. Make sure if you're listening to it to also check out that article because it's a really cool story. I I love your story. Yeah, if you're curious to know, make sure you check out the article because we've been together for like 15 years, started when we were 14, started dating and we've been through crazy stuff together. So I, it's all in the article. I wrote it like about our love story and our journey. So it was kind of, that was for me, that was just something else that added to like my Valentine's day and everything just, and writing it, I feel like it made me appreciate like even more and reading it over, it just makes me appreciate everything that like I have right now. So I feel like when you have those holidays of like Valentine's day and then family day was right after, I feel like it, for me, it's just like a reminder of just being grateful and like of everything that like, I mean, I feel like I am like, we're very grateful people for everything, but I feel like it's still just an added extra where I just kind of focus on being grateful for my family being grateful for like those around yeah it's true it just it kind of reminds you and and to family day I'm very close with my family and usually we'll do something but also I had a memory on uh on my social media from last year I was working we left our jobs but we're both working part-time and I was working this long weekend and it gave me a flashback of like doing that shift and telling myself I I left this place why am I still here doing this job that I don't actually want to do and that was one of my final trips and it was cool because it was one of the ones that I've organized multiple times and I've never actually been on it so it was kind of nice to be on that other end at the same time I was just like I don't I'm so thankful that that's in the past now and and it's because we've been able to I feel like because we appreciate the journey along the way, that family day, yeah, I didn't get to spend it with my family, but I had that reminder of the success I did have, even though there was that loss of, you know, I'm not with my family. It's, I've completed something. I fully left that job that even though I was working there, it was always a a dread to go in and working part time. And I feel like that's so important because especially now, I feel like I feel like a lot of people I've talked to I feel like they they think that 
they have to be stuck in that nine to five job. And then they see me and I'm incredibly happy. I'm loving life. Like, you know, I'm so incredibly happy and I want to be able to teach and help other people. You know, I don't want to just keep my happiness and secrets to myself. Like I want to be able to teach other people how to do it too. But I feel like sometimes people can get stuck in these nine to five. Like that's the only way to do it. And I feel like when you realize that there's more to life, than just your nine to five job. There's more than just your salary and your job title. There's more to life than that. You like stop just wasting for retirement and all that. So I feel like just everything that you said is like really important because that is exactly why we left our full-time jobs is so that we can create that dream life that we want. So having more freedom, having more flexibility. Yes, we weren't like exactly able to spend it like, you know, with other family members because of COVID, but knowing that, you know, after COVID we will be able to, right. And we'll even have more freedom and flexibility. Absolutely. I actually have a theory going off of what you've said. I, I've <laughs> talked to you about it yesterday, but I th- I've been thinking more and more about it. Okay, let's hear it. So here's my theory of (laughs) predictability. So when we are born, we know that certain things are going to happen in our lives. Obviously, when you're a baby, you don't fully know that. But you know, when you're in grade one, when you finish grade one, you're going to grade two. And then when you finish grade eight, you know, you're going to high school. And you know, even when you're in grade six, you're like three more years, and then I'll be in high school. And then when you're in high school, you're like four more years and then I'll be in college or university. So we have, we live a predictable life. We know what's going to happen. We start to struggle in high school because there's that point where it's just like, I know I'm going to be going to post-secondary, but what am I studying? And that's when things start to change in like a teenager's life, because now there is a bit of that unpredictability you know that you're going to be going to that next stage, but you don't know what exactly. So that's why you start exploring in high school. You start getting to know what you like. You start taking different classes because you have that freedom to do that. There, there, obviously in high school, as you go up, there's certain courses that are mandatory for you to take. But by a certain point, you also have that flexibility to take that business class, to take that shop class to take the psychology course you have more of that flexibility to explore those options to help you decide where or what you're going to study when you do go to post-secondary school so then when you're in post-secondary school your college university whatever you've decided or even an apprenticeship like whatever you've decided you finished high school and you're in that other section For my story, it was university. And I know for you as well, it was university. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, I know in four years, I'm going to graduate. And at the same time, you're picking your courses. So you feel like you have that freedom and flexibility. But at the same time with your diploma, there's a lot of classes that you have to take and you have fewer options for that. Mm -hmm. So then you graduate (laughs) university. (laughs) Yeah. And for most of us, because I feel like this was ingrained into our minds, was that, well, once you finish school, you have to get that full-time job. Yeah. You So you start looking for that full-time job. And then the next thing, okay, I have my full-time job. What is the next step in my life? Society has us believing that it's to get married and to have a house and have kids. So in our 20s, 
we're now in that mindset of, okay, I finished this step. I'm on to the next thing. And that's when people start getting stressed. So when they finish university and they have that job, it's a, well, why don't I have that partner yet? Why don't I have this house? Why don't I have this? Mm -hmm. Because we're all led to believe that that's what is supposed to happen next. But for some reason, we're told that it needs to happen like right away. And there's like this rush that before you're 30, you have to have that family. You have to have that house. Mm -hmm. You have to have that career. You're supposed to have those. So for some people, they are in that situation where it's like, okay, maybe I've been with my partner for enough time. Yeah, the next natural step is to get married. Whether or not you're ready or not, just because, you know, that's the natural progression is to get married, to have a house. People do that. But then they hit 30. And (laughs) this is where things get interesting in my theory. (laughs) This is why I think people fear that 30, because it's just like, this is what I'm supposed to have before this time. Mm -hmm. But for those people who have it, by the time they're 30, it's like, okay, well, what next? What am I working towards? There's nothing. The next thing I know, once you have that career, the job, the house, retirement. Exactly. That's that. That is so true, because honestly, as people are approaching 30s, 40, every a lot of people's goals is I want to pay off my house and I want to retire. Those are their two main goals. And it's insane. I'm like, literally, those are your two goals to work at a job that you hate working overtime, doing a job that's exhausting and burning you out just so you can pay off your house doing it while burning out. And so that way you can retire. So that way, hopefully you can travel, but maybe not be able, depending on your health, you may or may not because you've been so stressed and burned out for the past, like, you know, 20, 30 years that who knows what your health is like by then. Right. So that I feel a lot of people, I would have to say even the people that I know, that is a significant portion of their goals and their dream. A lot of people that I've talked to, that's that's their goal. That's their life. And I, I feel like I'm just, you know, someone else. I'm just like completely different than like the, the like, you know, what society says, right? And it's, that is such a good point. And that's where it gets interesting because- I feel like that's where a lot of people, they think about high school and that freedom they had because that was the time where they could experiment and explore things because it was socially acceptable, even though it was within, you know, your education where you had that freedom, you still had that freedom to explore and try new things. And I feel like people forget that, that even though you're not in school and maybe you do have that family or whatever, it's okay to keep exploring and trying new things. And I feel like people need to remember that now you and I have very different lives as well. So you do have the life where you are married, you have the kid, you, you have a home, you haven't bought a house yet, but you have a home Mm -hmm. and that, that works for you. And I feel like that is huge, but at the same time, you're appreciating the journey as well. And you have other things you're aiming towards. Go ahead. And yeah. And two, another thing is like the next logic in society, the next logical step for me would be to have another kid Mm. because society says you can't just have one. You have to have two or more. I don't know who came up with these rules, but I feel like 98% of the population 
you never question it, but like, I feel like 90% of people around me ask, so when is your set? Like when, when's your next one? Like when's your next one coming? It's like, I'm, in, in, I'm incredibly happy with everything in my life. For one, I can't have more kids, but even besides the point, like I'm incredibly happy with just one. So I feel like if you only have one or, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't get married at a certain point, you don't have kids at a certain point or you don't have kids, like whatever it is, I feel like all of a sudden people look at you like you're just like, like you're crazy. Like, wait, you're not going with what society says you should do. Like you want to, like, you want to live a better life than that. Like, you know, I, like, I don't know what they think. Like, it's just so many times and it, it is frustrating sometimes because they look at you like you know you have like you're weird for going against society's norms but at the same time they're also the ones that are jealous too they're because they because you have that freedom yeah they're like I want that freedom I want that too like we're not like anybody can have this I feel like that's so true because so many people they think there's this and I was one of them I feel like I believed it for a really long time that there's like you know, a certain way. And, you know, you had to have a certain time, like, you know, you had to have a house, had to have this, had to have this at a certain point. And then it's like, wait, am I doing it because I want to do it? Or am I doing it because I feel like I have to? And that was really what helped me decide if I should quit, you know, my previous job or not. Cause I'm like, no, I want to do something that I want to do, which means running my own business, not what everybody else, like that was a huge deciding factor for me. Like, that's why I, like I left. And I feel too, like for myself, I was in the same situation, but you know, I had a partner that challenged all of my thoughts and for some, for us, it works really well. So by the time I was done school, I was, we were together for like three or four years. He was also struggling with, we were struggling with immigration as well. So for me, it was just like, it just makes sense. Like we should get married. Let's just do it. You and I have been together. We want to be together and it will just help with immigration. So for me, that was the next logical thing. But for him, it was just like, what, what's a, your country's obsession with getting married so young? <laughs> and, and for me, it was just like, but that's what we're supposed to do. Like, we know it's going to happen. And, you know, he was very against it. He's just like, I don't, I don't get it. He's like, also, I don't want to, you know, get married just for immigration. He's like, if you and I are getting married, it's going to be because like, we genuinely see this long-term. And at that point, of course we did. Like we were still together, still working through it. But his, in his country, the idea of having kids under the age of 30 is weird for them. Not, not, not necessarily weird, but it's just more normal to have kids over the age of 30, which for here, if you have a kid over 30, it's called a geriatric pregnancy, which is insane because geriatric is a, term for like a senior so (laughs) if you are pregnant over the age of 30 you are considered a geriatric pregnancy yeah what (laughs) no that makes no sense 30 is not old at all like that makes no sense whatsoever because and I feel like it has a lot to do with the I feel like that's why so many people feel the pressure like I need to have all this and if they don't they feel behind they're like oh that's it I don't I don't have everything figured out but by the time I'm 30 that's it my life's over I'm behind like that's it there's it's like no it's it's not like that like where I feel like you know in your 20s it should be for exploring seeing what you like finding your passions all those things but you're absolutely right because so many people they do look back at high school and they think that's where I had the freedom. And they think 
if only I can go back to high school and they miss that freedom and that flexibility. And they think they can only have that, you know, at a previous time, whenever they had like say high school being a big one for a lot of people. But what they don't realize is that you can have that same freedom flexibility that you had in high school that you miss and you can still apply it to wherever you are in your life right now. And that's why I think COVID is kind of a blessing as well, because it stirred that up. So those people that were in those jobs long-term, even though they weren't happy, they were there for long enough. They're getting paid a decent wage. They're just like, why leave? This is now what I know. Mm-hmm. And this like, and again, it's another weird thing for people to think you've been with your job for 20 years for you to quit. That's such a weird thing, but it isn't. And so I've been thinking about this. I'm thankful that I didn't rush into buying a house like I thought I was supposed to or or having those kids because that gave me the flexibility to travel. I spend more time in Europe than I would have possibly thought of. So no, I didn't buy that house, but I have those memories and experiences that I'm always going to cherish. And so now we're at the point where it's like, okay, our goal is to buy a house. So even though I'm almost 30, and we don't have that yet. That's okay. Cause now that's something the two of us are working towards. It's like, okay, this is what we want. Let's make that happen. But there's no rush on that. And then the next thing we've talked about this, we know at some point we're going to get married. But if you ask me, absolutely, I won't be getting married anytime soon, but we've talked about this. We are probably going to get married, but we'll probably be 65. (laughs) And and I know that that's a weird thing, but at the same time, it's kind of cool because we're giving ourselves future milestones and things to look forward to. For my 45th birthday, you and I know I'm having a 90s themed birthday party. And so I just keep thinking of these big milestones that I thought I was supposed to have with it between my 20s to 30s. I'm so thankful for myself that I've spread it out because that gives me something to continuously look forward to where if I rushed into everything and I did that stereotypical Monday to Friday, nine to nine to five job at some point, which is what actually happened to us. I started thinking, well, what's next. And that's also why for me, it was my decision to leave the job because I kept thinking, well, what's next? What else can I get from this? Where am I going from here? And I couldn't find an answer. And then I started thinking of, how my life is just going to be a constant, like the same thing over and over and over again. And that terrified me more than anything. So again, it just pushed me to make that decision. Same thing for COVID. COVID's mixing everything up. So if you're not where you wanted to be or where you thought you should be, this is your time to restart and explore things. So like I'm celebrating that success as well. I know. I feel like a lot of the thing is what a lot of people don't realize is the universe is meant. It pushes you in a direction. If you don't decide that direction, it'll force you in that direction. Mm. And a huge one is being COVID. So a lot of people, they lost their jobs. Maybe they were, you know, they were wanting to quit. They didn't love it anyways. And they, that was the universe's way of just saying, leave like you know you didn't leave before so I'm gonna force you out you know and I feel like people take that as a bad thing but switch it around what can you celebrate in situations like that when challenges bring your way what good is here that you cannot see so you think about it and it's like okay well now this is my time to figure out what I actually want to do I can find my passion I can go back to school I can travel I can you know live somewhere like work remotely and live somewhere that you've always wanted to that like the amount of ideas is endless and I feel like if people are so focused on 
the, the negatives with COVID and everything. I get it. It's hard. It is tough. But focusing on the negatives will not make it go away any faster. It will not make your life easier. It will bring you down every single day until it's over. So you can do that and focus on that. Or you can figure out what is there, what is in your life right now that you can celebrate. That like if it is leaving a job, yeah, it might put a lot of financial stress on you. I get it, it's hard, but at the same time, it maybe it's your time to start your own business or, you know, do something that you're really passionate about. Because when you look back on this time, you'll think that was the purpose of COVID. You may not see it now. And sometimes you don't always, but I feel like in situations like this, you look back and see that was the reason, the reason why I started my business. The reason why I'm making, you know, X amount of dollars is because of COVID and it never would have happened. See, that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of story you need to create for yourself because you're just sitting there, you know, like feeling sorry for yourself. Like, I feel like it's going to be like that the entire time where we can say we can sell We celebrate everything. And the huge thing I want to celebrate and I want to encourage everybody to do this too. Not just us, everybody can do this is after COVID, we can say, you know what, our bit, and we can already say this already, our, when we started, when COVID started between now, and it's been a year already, we completely changed our life with our business. And it's not too late now. You can start right now with what you have, but we can celebrate knowing that after COVID, that was our chance to create this dream life, creating the freedom that we really want. And we're not the only ones. I feel like there's so many instead of, you know, like we do, like we have our flexibility and, you know, having fun and all that too. It's not like it's been like, you know, work, work, work the entire time. But I feel like just having more of that, like balance and really focusing on the good that COVID has brought. Yeah. Like there are hard things, but it's not going to make it, it's not going to make it go away, but knowing that like it's giving you that push and think about like when we both, you know, quit our full-time jobs, we literally quit our full-time jobs, what, like five months or whatever before COVID or maybe more than that yeah. six months before COVID started, I think. And we, it would have ended the same way. Either we let, we chose to leave. We focused on, we focused on our gut. We knew it was the right decision. We left but either way, the universe would have, you know, said you're done anyway. So regardless, it would have came out with the same outcome, right? So that's what I feel like sometimes it's like a lesson in there that it's a hard lesson to learn. And I know there's a lot of struggles with it, but even in struggles and your hard times, there is still good in some shape or form that you can see from it. I also think about the midlife crisis, you know, <laughs> when you think of midlife crisis, you think of like a 50 or something year old, you know, buying that random motorbike just because it's been something they wanted for so long and they felt like they couldn't. And they're just at that point where it's like, I don't care. I need to do this for myself. I think about that. And I think, yeah, that's probably years of built up admiration things that you've wanted to do and yeah society or your limitations or whatever holding you back that you snap so in with that midlife crisis it's like I I don't know how much longer I have left so I want to take advantage of those things now so I think it's great I love when people go through their midlife crisis because you see part of their personality however yeah I would argue that I don't want to see people have a midlife crisis because I'd rather them start exploring and not get to a point where they have to, you know, change their entire life in one day. 
where if they are able to have the freedom and flexibility to start incorporating those things in their lives earlier, because, you know, there's, there's no rules to how you should be living your life. They wouldn't be getting to that point. And I know for me, my grandfather, when he retired, he had a heart attack right away. So, and he, and he died. So I just keep thinking like, what if that was me? What if I worked my entire life to get to this point where then all of a sudden I have this midlife crisis and I spend all my money buying those things or going on those trips or whatever. And then I retire and that's the end. And because that's happened in my family, it's just like, what if that was my life? What if I worked my entire life to retire? And that was it. I would hate that. I know. And I would hate that too. No, like for me, it's really important to be able to spend time with like my husband, my daughter, be able to have that. I don't want to be, you know, to be separated, you know, both working at jobs we hate and, you know, we're miserable the entire time just for the hope that we're both going to live long enough and be healthy enough when we retire and be like, now that's our time to travel. You know, when we, when we're like 60, we can travel. It's like, no, why, why are we waiting that long? Like Hmm. what's why, why can't you have it sooner? And I feel like when people start asking themselves questions like, like that, like, why can't I have everything you want when you're 60, except you know, move it up sooner. Why can't you have it now? Everything that you say, oh, it's going to happen in the future. It's going to happen in the future. It's going to happen after this. Ha-. Like, no, start, start living your life right now. So I feel like that's always been important. That's, I've always thought that too. It's like, I don't want to be like waiting just to retire. And then, then I start living my dream life. It's like, why, why do I have to wait that long? I can have everything that I want right now. And for me, that means like having, like we've already started saving like for both we already have like both like for both of our houses where we're, I feel like we're so close on getting everything that we want and having being able to have Maddie like at home with us and I feel like all of that but it feel like anybody can do that not just not just us I feel like anybody can have their dream life right now they don't have to wait for something to be over so I have a question for you yeah you were talking about like, if you don't make that decision, the universe is going to make the decision for you. Yeah. Do you feel like people still have a choice? So say for example, we didn't leave our jobs Mm -hmm. and then COVID came and you and I got laid off. And do you think you still have a sense of control in the sense of like, okay, if COVID happened, you could have easily just run the business on your own because you didn't have to work that full-time job. You already had it set up. You knew you wouldn't need that additional support. Or I could have been like, well, I don't know if that's what I want. I want us to try exploring things. Do you feel like we also have a sense of control, even though the universe pushes us to the decisions, do you think it's still up to us to make an additional decision on what we want? A part of it, yes, but I don't think a lot of people take it like that. So when something like that happens, like COVID, I feel like people take it differently. Like we, like, I feel like if that, if that were to happen, if we didn't quit, let's say, and we just went right and we, we end up like getting laid off because of COVID, a lot of people would take that as, I feel like as a huge setback, right? Like they would do nothing for like years or potentially like some people are just waiting 
waiting for COVID to over. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of like choosing the life that you're choosing what you want. Like, you know, I feel like in that kind of situation, my so you, in, what were you going to say? So you still need to make a decision. Cause all I keep thinking is, yeah, we made the decision to leave pre COVID. And if COVID came, that would have, that would have been another thing. And I just think there's probably people out there who, who have been affected by COVID and they're just sitting there, you know, maybe looking for other jobs instead of taking advantage of, of trying new things. But do you think that there's a decision that a person yeah. needs to make in order for yeah. them to still have that success? So yes. even if the universe is pushing you yeah. into a direction, yeah, you still I have to actively actually, make that choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because yeah, either way we would have ended up like, you know, the same way, but at the same time you need to choose to make it like take that challenge and choose. Otherwise nothing's going to happen. I feel like this is the problem with a lot of things, even like a lot of things that I read and online is they think, okay, if you just sit on your couch and, you know, just waiting, you know, eventually something will come knocking at your door. No, start making things happening for you. If you're applying to jobs and it's not working, then, you know, try something else, try on your own. But a lot of people I hear, I've heard a lot of people just waiting. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, like yeah. to start now. Like I am just, I'm just going to wait, like waiting exactly for COVID to be over because then what, how do you know that you're still guaranteed a job? No, stop, stop waiting. It's like, if you want to go back to your job, have that as a future decision, you know, have that as future. But at this point you need to start making a decision on making actions that, that, you know, bettering yourself, whether, whether that be starting your own business, whether that be your a job, whether like, no matter what that is, I feel like a huge part of it is deciding. So when, and a lot of people, that's, I feel like a huge part in like the growth mindset, I feel like it's just because if people take that as like setbacks, then all of a sudden they quit, right? They like, and they're like, nope, I'm done. I'm not gonna, that's it forever. I'm not going to make any money ever. And then they just kind of, it, tumbles from there. Whereas if you kind of make a decision, be like, what can I do and decide right then and there, every challenge that comes away, when you decide, you ultimately have that power back. Because ultimately, like when I think the reason why people are afraid sometimes is because when challenges happen that you can't control, it's yeah, you obviously want to be in control of your life, right? Like you want to feel like you're in control. And when things like that happen, it makes you feel like you don't have any control in your life. And that that is not true. Yes, that does happen. But at the same time, you can choose to let it control your life. You can let it like you have the power to let it bring you down or raise you up. So if you switch that a little bit, that's what I've always thought too. Like, yeah, like there's some things that you can't control, but it's how you interpret it really that makes all the difference. I'm glad you said that because (laughs) I've been reading a bunch of things online because I've been exploring more of that spirituality side. I've been joining more groups that kind of talk about that because I want to learn more about it. And I've seen comments of people saying, well, if the universe wants it to happen, they'll make it happen. But then I've seen people responding be like, well, what are you doing to also make it happen? And I've seen so many people out there who's just like, well, no, you guys are telling me that the universe will show me, but I like what you said is that the universe is giving you a sign. It's giving you a sign of what you should be doing or giving you that 
pushed to do it, but you still, you can't just sit there and say, well, the universe is going to give me a, a billion dollars. You have to actually be doing something in order to get that billion dollar. <laughs> I know. Do you want to know something that makes me angry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those posts that are like, comment eight below to get like eight million dollars and that's all you have to do is comment and it's like yeah be, I always say this to my husband yeah I'm just gonna sit on my computer and not do anything I'm gonna type the letter eight and then all of a sudden eight million dollars is just gonna knock on my door someone's gonna leave it in a briefcase for me <laughs> not doing anything at all it's like that is wild to me. Like, because that is a huge, like, and I get some people. Yeah. I fully believe like I'm, I am spiritual. I fully believe the universe has my back every single step of the way. But I also believe that it's, you know, I, like, you know, you have to choose. It can't happen sitting on my couch. Like, you know, I can't like, I need, I guess, technically, I guess, cause I'm <laughs> I guess I kind know. of, it does. <laughs> if that's where you're choosing to work that day. <laughs> Like, I guess if I'm on my computer, like if I can't just like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm doing nothing at all, I can't expect all of a sudden it magically to appear. Whereas if you take action steps towards what you want, yeah, it's going to happen. Cause I feel like those are the two things. And I see this all the time. And I, there's a couple people that talk about like law of attraction and all that and all that stuff. And they, all they say is you just need to think it and it'll magically appear at your door. No, stop that. You need to, yeah, part of it is that, but you need to be taking the action steps towards it. What are you actually doing? Are you creating something? Are you, whether it be applying for jobs, are you reaching out for connecting with more people, attending networking events? Like what are you doing? Like anything, because I think the combination of two, because when you start doing that, any action steps is better than nothing, like small action steps. Then what'll happen is when you start doing that, it's like, you're proving to the universe that you're ready for it. You're and ready you want to it to like, it's want it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, you want it. You're ready for it now. And then all of a sudden, bam, a random opportunity will just like appear out of nowhere. Like, and that does happen. And I've seen it so many times that even in my own life, I've it's happened, but it's a combination of two, like, I can't just expect to to sit there and then come knocking at my door like because and that's why I like the steps of manifesting. So the steps of manifesting are ultimately one being grateful for some for stuff in your life. Yeah, that's a second is like affirmation. So telling yourself who you are as a person and hopefully those affirmations will help lead you to those goals, those things that you're trying to manifest. And I think for myself, I find that when in particular, when I'm writing affirmations, I start tricking my own mind because I'm saying, I am this, I am this, I am this. And I start tricking my mind to start believing that. And then I start embodying that, which then ultimately allows me to start working towards those goals because I'm telling myself that's the type of person I am, which is the person that will lead me to my goals. I know. And I have a really good example too. I remember like after my son passed away, I was feeling like I didn't believe anything. Like, you know, I, and that this is the thing. And I used affirmations saying like, I am phenomenal. That was a huge one. I remember. And I remember just repeating it because I was just so down and I, I didn't believe it. When I repeated the affirmations in my head, I didn't believe a single thing of them, but I still kept repeating them. And then what happened was, 
is I'd listen to them at night. I'd listen to like, I'd really have them. And then all of a sudden I would have these negative thoughts. And then all of a sudden, bam, I'm phenomenal. And the same affirmations would come. And I'm like, that's wild. It just happens naturally because it's feeding, even though if you don't believe it at first, like, obviously it's important to believe it, but if you don't keep doing it anyways, because what'll happen is like, you will eventually start to believe it and you will eventually start to feel it. And then eventually I remember thinking like, yeah, like I am phenomenal. I can get through this. Like, you know, and then you really start building that confidence. And I have another example too. So, you know, it's winter here. It's been dark. I mean, we have so much. Oh, that's another thing I actually want to talk about. So I'll come back to that. But you know, it's been dark. It's been gloomy. I haven't been able to see family for a long period of time. And I feel like I lost that sense of play. And for me in in high school, when I was young, I was so playful. Like you want to play something I'm in. I didn't care what it was. And, but I felt like I lost that playfulness. So I started writing the affirmation of I am playful. I am playful. And immediately I was like, okay, even after a few days, I started believing myself being more playful. And I call my sister. I'm like, we're meeting at the park. I I need to play (laughs) with my niece. (laughs) Like just because, and I was embodying that personality. I was telling myself I'm playful. And it's like, how can I be playful if I'm not playing? So then they start creating opportunities for me to show myself that I am playful, but I do want to go back to the snow thing. Okay. We have a ton of snow. There's like four <laughs> feet of snow out there, I swear to God. And, okay, I have a massive driveway. Oh. Massive. And we used to get snow like this regularly. I remember being younger, having multiple snow days because of the amount of snow we've been having. Recently, you know, we worked at an education facility. So snow days were a thing that that didn't come often because it was privatized however when they started to follow other schools that when there was a snow day I would look out the window and be like why is this a snow day this is a joke because there's no snow on the ground however let me give you a glimpse of (laughs) my frustration with snow days and (laughs) also being thankful that I work from home (laughs) so I used to wake up when I was going to work I would have to leave by eight o'clock to be there for nine. So I'd be up around six, but they wouldn't call a snow day until six 30. So then I remember if I knew there was a chance that there would be a snow day the next day, I would set my alarm for six 30 knowing that if, if I have to, if it is a snow day, I can sleep in. So it's, it's like a quick look at my phone I was also part of a messenger team, so I would have to contact certain people. But at the same time, I would sleep in a little bit. Now, the issue (laughs) is that when I chose to sleep in, if they didn't call a snow day, but there was still a lot of snow on the ground, now I'm rushed and I'm trying to shovel. I have a long ass driveway that my car can never get out of if there's any snow. So now I'm out there rushing to shovel to get ready for work. And it's just, it's a mess of a day. (laughs) But what I love, and I'm so thankful. And this was another thing I was like, I'm celebrating the success of working from home was because I didn't have to worry about that. It's like, I know there's a snowstorm coming. That's fine. I'll wake up. And whenever I'm ready, then I'll go out and shovel. 
But that stress in the morning or those being like, maybe I do have to work. So now I need to plan to wake up at 5 a.m. to shovel, to get out just so I can be at work on time. That's a headache. And I know people who woke up at five to shovel, to get out. And then all of a sudden they're told, well, it's a snow day. Okay. And it's just like, like oh, I can't hear those stories. I'm like, time. I am so thankful I work from home. Yeah, I'm incredibly thankful too. I am so thankful to be, yeah, working from home is incredible, yeah. especially with like four feet of snow out there right now. <laughs> well, that's all we're going to be talking about today. Thank you all so much for joining us. If you're listening to us on a podcast, please rate us five stars. It allows other people to find how hilarious we are. <laughs> and if you're watching us on YouTube, then make sure you hit that like button, comment below what you're celebrating, what success you're celebrating today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. We're almost at 50. I am so Yay. excited. We're at 47 right now. So close to that 50 subscribers. And don't forget to hit that little bell notification. So you get notified every time we release a video. We release videos on YouTube three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So make sure you check it out. Thank you so much again for joining us. Don't forget to keep going, keep growing, and start living that dream life.